Hello and welcome again to another episode of the Backmarkers F1 show and we got to say hello to about two or three hundred new subscribers. Yeah. Thank you very much to probably mostly of the country of Holland who subscribed to our channel after the Austrian Grand Prix review podcast. So we appreciate all the support and, and we're actually kind of blown away by it just how yeah. quickly it jumped up. And we're Very blown away and just the amount of support there's been on our last uh, our last podcast or our last video, just a tremendous thank you from all of us for all your love and support and making sure you tell me that Heineken is in fact Dutch. <laughs> Confirmed. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. And surprising to hear too that not a lot of Heineken fans actually. No, there, there. isn't. So, I'm not a Heineken fan, so. But I mean, not, everyone's gonna kill me. You know for what? That. After those comments, I actually went and went and got myself a 12 pack of Heineken. Did this you? Weekend. I did. You, you know should what? have brought it right here. <laughs> it's in the fridge right here in the basement, actually. For the British recap, we'll, well, yes. we'll have to. Yeah, that's that's gonna be our plan. If Max wins again, you know then. what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have some Heineken this weekend. Now that you say that, it's a good idea. Yeah, there you go. If Max finishes in the top three, then everyone's having a Heineken. Crack open a Heineken. Heineken sponsor us. Not a bad idea. They got the money. Yeah, yeah. that's True. for sure. Um, but yeah, so it, it, we're very happy to have you guys all along, and and you know we're on the quest to 1,000, which is a lot close closer now. So. If you're in Holland, share it with your Dutch friends. And if you're a new subscriber from another part of the world, thank you as well. Um, just to let you know, Verstappen videos only from now on. Well, apparently. <laughs> they wow. work the best. But uh, So, no fan, Vettel fanboys, just like Max fanboys is what we're going right. with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess team. we should get some of Verstappen hot instead of this Ricardo hot. I have one. Yeah. It's upstairs. Oh. Okay, well, at least we have one. Yeah, we do have one. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a Max bobblehead next and then. Yeah, that's... I'll be grow that collection. Um, yeah, I was. I wanted to read out uh, one of the comments, but it just didn't load up uh, while I was trying to read it. But I think it's pinned on the top of the the Verstappen video. Is a really good comment about uh, the Heineken beer. I think it was actually like a little bit of a joke or a riddle. I, can't I read that exactly. joke. Probably it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, it was basically you know like an American, a Dutch, and a Belgian go walk into yeah, a bar, it was. and uh, you know the American orders a. Uh, they, sorry, they decide to all get beers. The American basically decides to order Budweiser because it's American. The uh, uh, Dutch orders a Heineken, and then the Belgian goes, uh, I'm just going to get a water. And they, they ask, well, why did you get water? He's like, well, I didn't realize you guys were all drinking water. <laughs> 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 it's like that. I definitely butch butchered the jo joke was, a little yeah, bit. I remember it like that too. Yeah. <laughs> I do have it here now. Oh, you got it? Okay. I got it. And Thank it's you. 102 likes. So, uh, you know, shout out to MindWiz3. Very good comment. Um, yeah, here it is. Oh, this is really long. Holy cow. Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. If you want to see it, you can go check our yeah, uh, Max Verstappen yeah, video. Yeah. Um, it's pinned on the top, so it should it, be the first one is. that you see. MindWiz3. Well done. Good shout joke. out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your comments. Very. Everybody was really nice, and, and even the stuff you disagreed with us on, um, it was mainly the Yash Verstappen, which, which we'll admit, Yash was before our era. So, you know, we're just kind of speaking in terms of what we've seen in highlights and stuff. So we did not grow up with uh, watching uh, Max's dad. So fair comments. A lot of people said he was uh, actually a very good driver, just wasn't fortunate enough to drive for uh, one of the top teams. So, uh, yeah, we always appreciate uh, when people are nice but disagree and, and yeah. the energy was good. and. We like to have uh, a nice comment section down below to, to debate yeah. and for everyone to be nice and, and comment and have their own opinion. And, you know, that was kind of achieved very greatly in the last couple of videos. So it's great to see and uh, keep it up because we're having a ton of fun just being around here and listening to your guys' comments and 
been reacting off those. And we do read the comments. I well, actually yeah, did spend do, yeah. time this weekend reading those comments. So I saw you replied to somebody. It was for some reason it ended up in the spam section. Oh, did it? Um, but I saw you replied a couple <laughs> it, of weeks it was ago. Not, so. Yeah, it wasn't the Max one. It was, uh, I think, as soon as I came back, and it was talking about the bobblehead. Or maybe, I don't forget. It was basically calling us metal fanboys again. I'm like, well. It's a nice bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like, well, yeah, it was basically me just being, we're not actually, like, Ferrari fanboys or Vettel fanboys. I'm like, I'm personally a fan of Max Verstappen, but, you know, if that's what people want to call us, we'll take the comments. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Whatever. That's all good. Um, hopefully, the, this British Grand Prix coming up um, will be one great again in a repeat of last week for us mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, views. Um <laughs> But hopefully a repeat of last year as well, because last year's race was unbelievable. Just uh, so many passes, so many, uh, well, a couple crazy crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of drama, of course. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember last year, uh, Raikkonen and Hamilton got into it. Uh, interesting in tactics, right? Very interesting tactics. doesn't matter. Hamilton ended up pulling off a master class race again, finished second. Uh, Vettel... Pulled off a nice win last year with uh, passing Bottas with about five laps to go or so and uh, ended up winning that race. Um, it'll be a, a fun race this year. Hopefully, like I said, the exact kind of same you know atmosphere and excitement between the top drivers trying to fight this one out. Uh, the British fans will be, I'm sure, even louder this year because now they have three drivers to cheer for um, with Lando Norris and George Russell as well. Um, Only one British team. Oh, I guess two British teams. Well, one McLaren. No Force India anymore, technically. I guess, but yeah, but they're, they're, they're still they're kind of they're still they're like a, yeah. a hybrid. <laughs> I mean, they're all based really in Silverstone, yeah. so like yeah. even Renault has a their bases in Endstone, so hmm. all it, I it's weird how it works. Like I guess it's the owners, right? Like Red Bull is Austrian, but they're all UK based, so yeah, right. yeah. It's 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 for the home race of F one essentially. So. Yeah, the epicenter as they call it. Yeah, ooh, nice. And possibly You're using that college degree. I, yeah, <laughs> and possibly the last Silverstone Grand Prix as well. Actually, uh, doesn't look like it just yet. Well, no. at the time that we're releasing this, so this could have changed, but I was reading reports uh, for that Silverstone and Liberty Media have agreed to extend the contract for the next couple of years. Oh, wonderful. Um, it's not 100% confirmed, so they might announce it in the early part of the weekend. But the things that I was reading, it, it was saying that a new deal has been reached, but it was yet to be an official announcement. So uh, keep an eye out for that in the next couple of days. I still think they should throw a London street circuit in there. Just for, just for the hell of it. Like make it same, a Fast and Furious it, track. Make, you know, it, well. uh, <laughs> <laughs> make it one of those back-to-back weeks. They just Everyone stays in, in England. They just move to London. Yeah, no. I think it would be so hard to coordinate in the logistics of a London race, even though it would be really exciting. But I think with Silverstone staying on the calendar, it would probably kill the possibility of a London race. Probably. Which but I don't it, mind because Silverstone is such a historic track that that needs to stay on the calendar. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I agree. It's a fantastic track, but... I don't know, just kind of want to see London. Yeah, we're greedy. I mean, too. we'd like to see a street race here in Ottawa. Well, not really, but... <laughs> not really. That'd be <laughs> awful. I'm just joking. Too many potholes here. Yeah. yeah it would, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wouldn't be good. Yep. Um, so, what are your thoughts, guys, going into this race? Um, obviously, we saw the race of the year so far last week uh, with Max winning, uh, Charles, you know, pulling up at the end, uh, not reaching his full potential. He'll, I'm sure, be looking to come back after having kind of his second race taken away from him. Um, 
is is this going to be a weekend where we see some more battles on track or is it going to be Mercedes, you know, coming back and dominating once again as they have all season up until last uh, last race? See, I've been thinking about this for the last few days. Um, I actually don't know which direction it's going to go and which is kind of a good thing in my opinion. Right. Um, just cause you know, the last, you know, this entire year we've been saying it's Mercedes one, two, Mercedes one, two, no one's really coming back with it. But now after the Austrian Grand Prix, I think, you know, a lot of the teams are going to step back and take a look at what went wrong in Austria and try to fix those problems. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that their Europe is having such a huge heat wave and they're going to be looking at the same thing when they get into, uh, Silverstone. So I really don't know which direction it's going to go. The, you know, the teams might have stepped up and fixed their issues that they had in the last one. But I think that also gives them more chances to fail because they technically don't get to try it out right away. They go right into Silverstone and kind of adjust to the issues that they had the last time. Right. So it could be very interesting. I'm expecting, you know, a change, a change of events from the last race and uh, all the races before it really. I think uh, Mercedes is still going to be up there. At least one of the drivers is still going to be up there, like uh, Light Austria. But I don't know. They have had a, a lot of cooling issues, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. this has been a problem for Mercedes for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see them struggle a little bit with with that. And, you know, that's why they were so poor in Austria. Um, I'll, I'll get the weather up for, well, for I'll, Silverstone. I was about sec. to say, the, you know, just in terms of chances and everything like that, it's actually going to be cooler uh, oh, is that it? Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, boy. Around 21. Oh, no. High at 22. Oh, so there <laughs> I think the cooling thing, for, I mean, they've probably, like Shaker said, have made upgrades to fix their cooling yeah. issues. I mean, they were literally taking bodywork off the car in Austria because it was such a bad problem. But I think with the cooler conditions, like I said, I, I, I saw one area, the high was going to be 23. Um, rain is expected on Friday. Ooh. A couple chance of showers here on the Saturday and Sunday, but it seems like the rain Sunday. will will be predominant on the Friday. It is it is Britain, so like yeah, it's rain unpredictable. Can come out of nowhere. Correct. So we might see limited running on Friday if the rest of the weekend is suspected to be dry. Um, hopefully not, because if you're a fan going to the track, you want to see as much cars as possible. But I think we'll probably return to more of a status quo of what we've seen the first you know eight or nine races minus Austria. I think that it's it's interesting because Ferrari's already downplaying their chances, saying that this track doesn't suit their car. I think Ferrari in the last couple of races have made some decent improvements. Um, now, whether it's track-specific, I don't know. The upgrades in France didn't necessarily work out, but it seemed like in Austria they made some gains back as, as low with Canada. But I think that probably Mercedes are going to be the team to beat again. And if it's going to be cooler than it was in Austria, then for sure I think that they're going to be tough to beat. And, you know, Lewis has got six poles at this track as well. Hmm. Mercedes got six wins at, at, at this track. So it's it's a track, I think, that suits their car because their car is good everywhere. And Silverstone, as we know, has a, a good selection of high-speed corners. Not so many low-speed corners, but a good more medium-high-speed corners. So I think we're going to probably not see as an exciting race as we did in Austria. But I really hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, I mean... Yeah, like you said, it has been a Mercedes-dominated track for a little while now, uh, other than Vettel winning last year. But even then, you know, it was a close race, and Hamilton right. fought back all the way through the field. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I would have to agree with you where we're going to see Mercedes kind of dominate once again and, and be up top. And it's it's up to the other teams, up to Ferrari, it's up to Red Bull. Oh, sorry, it's up to Ferrari and it's up to Max Verstappen uh, <laughs> to uh, try and 
catch Mercedes in this race and bring back kind of the status quo of, of having three teams up at the top and, uh, you know, maybe McLaren or Renault can shake their boots and mm-hmm. have a little sniffle of things as well. Um, but it is going to be tough, especially if you mentioned that it's going to be cooler weather. Mercedes will be very happy with that. Um, I mean, Ferrari's kind of been on the back foot as of late, uh, you know, for reports after Austria that they were trying to, well, they went to a vote to try and get last year's tires back uh, and change from this year, um, you know, kind of stating that it's giving Mercedes a too big of an advantage and that uh, they want to uh, bring Mercedes back and keep the grid closer is what their argument was. Um, and it ended up being a 5-5 draw in terms of, you know, bringing back last year's tires. They needed seven votes to win, so it didn't pass. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, is this? it's kind of a case of Ferrari getting a little desperate here trying to do as what, as much as they can and try and bring Mercedes back on level, play, on level playing grounds. Oh, yeah, I think they realize that no matter how much they develop their car, they're not going to be able to claw back that yeah. gap this season. I think there's something to it with the tires for sure, and we've talked about this in the previous episodes, that that was one thing Mercedes struggled with last year, if you remember, blistering on the rear tires, overheating like we mentioned, and then they switched to the thinner tread, and it just suits their car. They've sort of built the car around these thinner tread tires. That mm-hmm. Really, other than McLaren, too, the only team that have sort of been able to get the tires in the right window. So, I mean, maybe they're just smarter than the rest of the grid and everybody else has to catch up. But the tires are a big talking issue of this year. I mean, we really haven't talked too much about the new aero regs. No. Even those are getting pushed back again? Yeah. I mean, Hulkenberg said that it's been as worse as it's ever been in terms of the following. And a lot of drivers have said it really hasn't been much improvement. So getting back to this race at Silverstone, I think that's going to be another issue as well in the race. Yeah. You know, there's this is a high higher downforce circuit where you go through a lot of high G, high lateral load corners. Following through, you know, sector three in the Maggots and Beckett's area, I mean, it's going to be tough if these guys can't follow and if it's hurting the tires. It'll be a little bit easier with the cooler conditions, but we've heard complaints about the, the new aero regs as well. So <laughs> we always say, like, look at 2018. It was a great season. It was exciting. Yeah, Mercedes still won, but it was close. Yeah, it was close. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like we're going to change all these regulations, but the racing is going to be even farther spread apart than it has last year. And then last year we were complaining because it's too complicated. Anyway, it's never perfect, I guess, but I, I don't know. I, at this point, what else can you do if you're Ferrari than to just at least lob complain. it up there and hope? Yeah, and complain, <laughs> right? So um, we'll see. It's interesting that they're already playing down their chances. There's... You look at the circuit, and there's a lot of high-speed corners. There aren't too many, you know, really low-speed corners, like turn two, um, the final turn before the straight, uh, or sorry, before the start-finish straight. Those are really the only two really low-speed corners. So the rest are kind of medium to high-speed, which they've been pretty solid at. Um, and we've seen the GPS data, and obviously they've got the fastest uh, engine, supposedly, on the grid. Supposedly. <laughs> so... Maybe they're doing the same thing like Total Wolf does and says that they're going to be awful and then pull out a one-two. Yeah, but I mean, I believe Total. That like when Total says that, I'm like, no, you're going to be okay. One-two. When like they when Ferrari says that, I'm like, oh boy, like they're a little more honest. Oh. They're, they're a little <laughs> yeah. more honest. Like, uh, this is going to go well. Yeah. Um, man, I just want to have a close race. I just want another Austria. I want another Austria, and I want another Silverstone from last year because that was a fantastic you, race. Yeah. Yeah, go watch. Re- I'm gonna rewatch that race too. The That's last 15, 20 laps, especially, were great. I, I watched the race rewind there on the F1 channel, mm. and it was just seven minutes long. But 
mean, everything compiled into that, and it was just awesome. Was, I did that with the Max uh, Brazil 2016 race, actually, because everybody yeah. kept on co- <laughs> commenting on it, so I actually went back and watched that race. I oh, think I take thing. that back from last <laughs> week, because like, yeah. so many people recommended that race, yeah. too, and a couple other ones, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but maybe... I still stick with my Jensen, that. though. <laughs> Fair enough. It's my it's my guy. Yeah. It's my man. I'd probably go Brazil 2016 then after, yeah. but I had, I had yeah. to rewatch that, too. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see what the, what the chances are, but probably won't be as exciting as Austria, but kind of in between might be better. I just got to hope. Anything eh? better than France is a win. That's true. Just got to hope. true. Give us something to talk about. Yep. Um, so getting into just a couple of the track facts before uh, we get into predictions and stuff like that. So this is a special race because it's held the first ever race all the way back in 1950. I mean, it used to be an old World War II air base airstrip um so it's a very historic track ferrari got their first win here as well um so yeah as we mentioned uh what is it the 74th british grand prix most likely won't be the last so that would be good news for everybody great news 52 laps over 5.8 kilometers 18 turns and what's big for this year is that the track has been completely resurfaced oh that's interesting yeah so it's forgot about that typically last year was very bumpy very uneven but they've resurfaced the entire track so this could be very interesting in terms of tires because the Pirelli won't have any real testing on this new surface, and neither will the teams. We could see a lot of blistering, a lot of overheating of the tires, uh, and a lot more wear than they're expecting. So, Or we could see the complete opposite. Complete opposite, maybe. Um, but uh, this could be could be interesting. I think we could see a little bit of, uh, of drama in terms of that, some tire blowouts maybe. And Pirelli have brought the hardest uh, of their tires, the C1, 2s, and 3s. Probably for safety reasons. It's typically a high-stress, high-load circuit, uh, especially Mm -hmm. Sector 3. So there's a lot of G going into not just the drivers, but obviously the tires as well. So you need a tire that lasts, really. Um, And looking at the selected sets between the teams. uh, Who's only brought one set of mediums? Who is that? Is that Danny Rick? That's Hamilton. Bottas, Vettel, Leclerc, Verstappen, Gasly. No, I mean mediums. Yellow. Oh, mediums. Yellow. Okay, sorry. I'm looking at the hards. Uh, so one that belongs to what Danny Rick. Th- <laughs> what is going on? Why do you bring one set of yellow wall tires? Ricard- hey, but he's got 10 sets, Ricardo Those does. Are gonna, he's going to run through seven of them in the race. No, he's going to use nine in Q1. Probably. He probably won't get out of Q1. <laughs> oh, Danny. Oh, no. Oh, this isn't going to go well. That's probably the one that stands out for me. I mean, amongst the top, you got Hamilton, who's got four sets of the How much C3s, is Hulkenberg? Imagine if, like, if Hulkenberg has like four, I'd be like, what are you doing? Hulkenberg only has one more, has two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's not that. So, not many drivers, though, at the top have opted for more than one set of the C1s. I think it's pretty obvious, though, what, you know, Renault's going to do now. They're going to, you know, be on, on that hard tire at some point. Yeah. I think the, the, the front are going to try and one stop it. The safety car last year was sort of kind of unusual. You don't get too many safety cars uh, at this race, so I, I think that they're going to try and one-stop it. Right. Yeah. Do, I mean, we'll see if they can go medium in Q2 in order to qualify mm-hmm. get into Q3 like they tried in Austria, so we'll see if that strategy plays out. But, yeah, interesting, which is one set of the mediums. Is there any other interesting, weird kind of tire setups? Uh, not that I could see. Uh, we got more of the back markers. George Russell. Kubica got two sets of the C1s. Russell has five sets of the mediums. Yeah. One month to Danny. <laughs> give one. To, <laughs> yeah, just give him one. Yeah, Ricardo's the only one that's only gone with one set of the C2s. So I oh, will see how it goes for Renault. 
important weekend for them too. But I don't know yeah. about that strategy already. Yeah, that'll be that's a topic to watch in this in this yeah. race. Keep an eye out for that because that could lead to some dramatic moments. It's either going to be genius or it's going they're going to be in like fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think Danny Rick just doesn't care anymore? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I think he, frustrated probably. Yeah, but like he's just laughing it off now that nothing's like really happening. Well, I think like he, when he signed, it wasn't uh, let's win next year. Yeah, right? it's a long term plan for like twenty twenty one, right? So I think he knows that there's a system and there'll be improvements and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of money in Renault. It's not like you know every time they're in F one, they win a championship at some point. Yeah, that's so, that is true. It's kind of uh, one of those sleeping giants. It's just when they're going to come out of their cave and. Hulkenberg's never gone on a podium. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, could we talk about that now? I was yeah, I was kind of leading it. Nice segue. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, uh, so, so we'll do our. Is it? I guess it's not mid-season yet, but almost mid-season driver market update. Well, it's silly season, so silly season. That's we fair. we got to get into it. Um, yeah. So rumors that Nico Hulkenberg could replace Pierre Gasly at the end of the year as kind of a stopgap driver until Gasly and Albon are ready uh, to step up to the main team, which is very interesting because, you know, who would fill that Renault spot? I think Hulkenberg would be up for that move, and it'd kind of be a an FU to Renault after they stole Danny Rick. Be like, yeah, okay, we'll yeah. take Hulkenberg now. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, I could see Hulkenberg going, but I could also see Hulkenberg staying and investing in the project because he's been so, in, you know, in tune with Renault for the past few years. Sorry, just to clear things up you're saying that Pierre Gassi would drop down to Toro Rosso in that case if that happened probably with Alex Albon I mean there's no way Max is so no probably. well yeah. we are saying that he's going to be going to Toro Rosso yeah so. okay yeah because I don't think anything's going to happen in season um I don't know how I feel about that but I'm also very excited but yeah it is pr- pretty much a big big like F you to Renault as he's leaving uh I think we're going to see more Red Bull on podiums in the top six now, if that happens. Yeah. I mean, of course, it all depends on the car next year. If it's good. All Verstappen podiums, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Chris, like, it's an interesting topic where you could see – I mean, we could also see, like, a Carlos Sainz thing, and it's a driver loan or Renault, and Gasly drives for Renault. Yeah, it could be that. I don't think that might happen, though, because of this shaky relationship they have. But, yeah, it – it's all very. I mean, his contract runs till Nico Hulkenberg's contract runs until the end of 2019. So I would agree, probably nothing is going to be done in season. And I think if Red Bull want to go down that route, they'll keep Gasly for the rest of this year. I think so. Uh, just to not, you know, rock the boat and just see what he can do. But I would like to see that move happen. To be yeah. honest with you, I mean, I think Hulkenberg does deserve a seat with a top three team. Yeah. I think he deserves a podium. That too he deserves a race win. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And he's I mean, been in the sport a long time. Remember watching never, it? He never won with Force India either. No, right? no, no podiums, no, nothing. no wins, nothing. Eh? I mean, I don't know if you guys remember in the Drive to Survive Netflix thing, but like, you know, he's at that school with the kids, and the kids like, "How many races have you won?" And he's like, "Uh, none yet." <laughs> <laughs> the kids just looks at him. He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, and his teammate, that's uh, you know, who's younger, has won what seven races already in his career yeah. with Red Bull. With Red Bull, yeah. So if you're if you're Hulkenberg, it all depends on what the Renault package is expected for 2020 and 2021. If they're promising things like Mercedes has going into the 2014 season, then yeah, staying with Renault is the best decision. But you can't really know that, I guess, until the next car comes out. But if you go a pairing of Max Verstappen and Nico Hulkenberg 
first of all, the Dutch are going to love it because Nico speaks Dutch. Does he? He was born in a, I think, a town that's close to, either it was close to Holland or just has a lot of Dutch people in it. Mm. But he speaks Dutch. So mm. that's good for all the Dutch fans out there. Um, but also, I just think it's a healthy driver partnership because it would be. Nico's competitive, but he's also very professional. He's also really good at developing the car, working with the team. And Red Bull is such an experienced team now, and they work so well together to bring in this guy like Nico Hulkenberg to work with Verstappen, who he has more experience, even though Max has won more races than him. And he's like, what, 10 years younger, maybe? Um, But I think that's a great driver pairing. Now, whether it's going to happen or not, uh, I don't know. That's a tricky one. It is tricky. I think it's all up to, uh, you know, whether the one, the rumors are actually true. They're just rumors. They could be completely false. Like you said, it's silly season. I think a week and a half ago, the rumor was Max going to Mercedes. So well, that's just yeah. silly. Yeah, there's a actually in his contract he says it says if he doesn't win a race by mid season, he is allowed to go talk to other teams. Well, that's over. Yeah. That's over now. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean it is silly season, right? Like a week ago they said Kawhi Leonard was gonna sign with the Raptors. That's right? true. And that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, it says we get Gareth Bale every single year from Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's pretty silly, right? He's going to China, isn't he? Uh, no, he's sitting on the bench and taking the money. I and heard playing he's going to go- China. No, he's playing golf now, actually. <laughs> I thought he was going to China. <laughs> no, he's playing golf. Oh, I, but still part of Real Madrid. Oh, well, good for him. <laughs> um, Money's in the bank. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, here's another interesting <laughs> caveat. Yeah, there's another... You have another topic, right? Of, yeah. Of drivers. And well, I got the whole... I, I did some research. It was difficult to find everybody's contract situation because it's pretty i guess i don't know if it's secretive but it's not like other leagues like no, it's soccer very, and, and yeah. basketball so it's kind of a bit more secretive but um i, I want to get back to the renault thing of who i think could replace hulkenberg but we'll go back to the top of the grid uh mercedes they're effectively confirmed for next season yeah you got lewis under contract until 2021 valtteri's under contract until 2020 um I, I think that's going to be set in stone. I yeah, think yeah, it's going to be set in stone. Sure. I, don't, I don't see that changing. With Bottas, the season that he's had so far, probably will get a couple more race wins. That's a driver partnership that's going to win Healthy. them a lot more. Yeah. Um, and then we move on to Ferrari. A lot of speculation about Sebastian Vettel. Will he retire at the end of the season? I, I think that's no, a little I, ridiculous. I don't think he's going to leave before he wins. Tr- think, at least yeah. gets close to he's, a championship. He wants to win a championship yeah, for Ferrari. And, and I, I don't think he's leaving. I think he's got another three to five years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so do I. yeah don't see it happening. Uh, Leclerc, he's under contract until 2022. He's the future for yeah, Ferrari. Yeah, that's yeah. No, no question. Silly season. <laughs> yeah, it's very silly. Uh, Gasly's to be confirmed, obviously. His seat's like on fire right now. Yeah, oh, he's definitely gone. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. They... they Christian Horner's he's a very uh, he's patient he's, man. Yeah. But Helmut nice Marco isn't. And he makes all that's the true. decisions. Oh well, yeah, that's interesting. He doesn't care. It's too a lot of rumors <laughs> with Gasly. Actually, <laughs> just on Helmut Marco, just to, to tell you what, the kind of person he is. Um Ricardo was telling this story, I can't remember some interview, but when he first got into the Red Bull Junior program was driving for the Formula Renault uh what was it, three and a half liter series yeah. or whatever it was. Anyways, before the first test of the season, he breaks his arm or his wrist uh, dirt biking, and he calls Helmut Marco. I think after the first day of the test because he just couldn't do laps. Obviously, he was in too much pain, and he called Helmut Marco and he told him the story. And like Ricardo, he's expecting him to you know yell at him like all this stuff. There's a long pause, and Doctor Helmut Marco just says, "Idiot," and hangs up the phone. <laughs> So this is the type of guy that's I mean, running Red Bull. So fair enough. He doesn't. He's not going to be as sympathetic to say, "Ah, oh, hey, Pierre, we'll give you another chance." No, he'll, no. Yeah, he'll be out. 
Um, Hulkenberg, like we talked about, until 2019. So his contract is up at the end of this year. Ricardo has been linked, uh, another silly season rumor, to Ferrari. No. But he can't replace Vettel because his contract runs until 2020. So he's locked in. Um, Romain Grosjean, to be confirmed. We're not sure. I think he was only on a one-year deal. he's only on a one-year. Uh, Kevin Magnussen's until 2020. So Magnussen, I think, is pretty comfortable at house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Gunther are like... Yeah. Two peas in a pod. Exactly. Uh, moving on to McLaren. Just confirmed today, Carlos Sainz and Lando Norris are locked in for are they? 2020. That's nice. Good. Good, good driver, line, driver lineup. Very sure. good. That's good to lock them up quick because, yeah. you know, someone was sniffing at them. Yeah. yeah. One of the most consistent lineups this season, I think. And they're the first team to really confirm their driver lineup for mm-hmm. next season. Uh, Lance Stroll, to be confirmed. <laughs> um, it's his dad's team, so don't worry about yeah, it. You're good. <laughs> you're good, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, like he doesn't even have to get paid. It's just, it's just that's, that is, he gets anyways. paid pretty well, though. Well, I'm sure he does. I wonder if that's his allowance, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, Sergio Perez, uh, he has a contract. I'm not exactly sure how long. I hope he has a contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's racing right now. Right. Um, let's see. Okay, so moving on to Alfa Romeo. See, uh, Sergio Perez probably isn't leaving either because no, he also, yeah, yeah. yeah. The sponsorship money yeah. is pretty good. And and um, he's he's a very good racer. Yes, yeah, he is yes, a good racer. And race. he's very good for that team. Uh, Alfa Romeo, Kimi Raikkonen until 2020, which yeah. I think he'll be like 40 by then. Uh, Giovinazzi's to be confirmed, so uh, we're not exactly sure what will happen there. Could and see him leaving. Possibly, yeah. I think Alfa is a little more patient than, let's say, Red Bull. Probably. Uh, moving on to Toro Rosso, uh, Kvyat and Albon to be confirmed, but Probably Albon for sure. Kvyat, you never really know. Depends what happens with yeah. Gasly. He could go to another team. I mean, he could go to Alfa Romeo. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's just an idea. Uh, George Russell, Robert Kubica, both to be confirmed. Well, we Russell can assume will Russell will Russell be there. Russell Kibitza, will be there. Yeah, I think sure. Kubica, unfortunately, might be on the way out, but uh, we'll see. Um, so that's all the sort of rumors and contract situations. So. Again, just rumors. We're not spreading anything out here. Hulkenberg is definitely going to Red Bull. Yeah, we don't have any insight on it. This is just the stuff that we're hearing uh, online. So let More us know. More stuff in the we'd like to see, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. What, what would your moves like? Uh, what would be the ideal moves you guys would like to see? Let us know down below. Um, is it uh, is it Hulkenberg to Red Bull or is it uh, some silly thing like Max to Mercedes, which <laughs> yeah. will happen? Um, and getting back on the Hulkenberg thing, we were talking about, well, who would replace him at right. Renault. Here's one driver I think that could go to multiple different teams next year, and that's Esteban Ocon. Oh, uh, uh, you know what? I was him. actually just talking to my buddies about it this weekend. Well, I forgot and about him. I agree. I think it might be Esteban Ocon, but they, all, uh, well, one of my buddies was just saying he's just not good enough compared to the other drivers. What? Ooh, I, don't, yeah. I would disagree I there. Agree. <laughs> I mean, did you watch him at the Goodwood Festival of uh, of speed? Yeah, he's doing donuts and everything. He's flying. Well, he was so excited. That's the first time he's driven an F one car in yeah. like a year, a year and a half. Year. <laughs> he's loving it. They're putting F um, two drivers in the test for God's sakes. Yeah, um, yeah, that could be a good a good fit for him. But but here's here's why. In my opinion, I mean, I'm nobody to give career advice. But if I was head manager, I would say. You need to break the relationship with Mercedes. Yeah. Because for Toto to just drag you along and say, don't worry, I'll give you the seat when, uh, you what, know, next year, year or I'll give the seat to, to Valtteri. Like, that seat at Mercedes is not going to be available in the next couple of years because Lewis isn't retiring within the next two years, at least, I don't think. 
They're going to keep Valtteri because he's perfect for Lewis Hamilton, like Barrichello was perfect for Schumacher. Yeah. They're not going to upset that balance. So why would you wait another year or two of not racing an F1 just for a hope at a championship seat? Is he racing anywhere else in the meantime? No. Like, is he no. doing? He's just Nothing. setting. He's just a bench warmer. Not Did he even, race Lamar? Not even a bench warmer. <laughs> he didn't race Lamar. No. But he's under contract, right? So he can't really do much. I think he's probably doing sim- simulator work and probably and test development. But he's not driving. And, yeah. And yeah, he's still young. But when you sit out a year, people start to forget about you. I mean, we almost yeah. forgot I about just, him, right? I, just I thought it was Sebastian Ocon, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's, close. That's how much I had forgotten about yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> and when he was so, you know, while he was racing, he was one of the most talked about young yeah. guns on the grid. Yeah, and was. now we're more talking about Albon or Norris, so he's falling behind that pack a little bit. So, like, listen, the the whole development program is great, but you don't want to be held in shackles by that team. Like they didn't even like let him race in F two. Like you think, you know, get him at least some sort of work, but yeah, no. I mean, it's a good good payday for him. He's not doing anything, and he's getting paid. Well, yeah. obviously, he's working out and simulator work, but doesn't have to go through, you know, your race day prep and yeah, yeah, weight cutting and all that stuff. <laughs> so we'll see what happens, but I'd like to see him on the grid, and maybe that Williams spot opens up and he goes there. But that's not necessarily a situation not you kind of want to go to. You want to be in a competitive team. Yeah. But if he frees from that Mercedes contract, well, he's got a lot of options then. And if that Renault seat opens up, the Haas seat, if that opens up, yeah. he's got a lot of different areas he could go to if he's not bound to this Mercedes mm-hmm. contract. So Interesting we'll see. point. All right. So before we wrap things up, we'll do uh, our quick race predictions. Oh, Who wants boy. to go first? I'm, I won first last time. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, boy. It's going to be dreadful, isn't it? Um, it is. That's why I don't want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, when we predict a Mercedes one-two, the opposite happens. It's true. So, it's true. Um, so I'm gonna go. Hamilton will win. Kind of back to the usual thing. Um, Leclerc second again, and Valtteri third. Okay. Yeah. Solid choice. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> one of them will get podium for sure. Yeah. Out of three. <laughs> I'll have someone on there. <laughs> Unless it's just a big crash in turn one. Right. Oh, actually, speaking of which, uh, just getting back on the track, uh, they've removed the DRS zone that goes into turn one, the one that kept spinning everybody out. No, leave that there. <laughs> Drama. Ask Marcus Erickson how he feels about that. Yeah, that's true. That was scary. <laughs> um, who's your leave it there. <laughs> your X factor for the race? So who are oh. you looking out for? Uh, I'm looking out for Rhino. Uh, need to have a, a, a a big race for them. They need to kind of step things up and get back on track and, and catch McLaren. They're looking for Danny again. Rick's one medium tire. <laughs> they are. That whole tire thing kind of screwed up my X Factor. But anyways, hopefully they can pull it off because they need a little rebound. Okay. Uh, I'll go with Lewis Hamilton, P1. Uh, he's got six poles here. He didn't win last year, but he's won... I can't remember exactly how many race wins he has here. Basically, he didn't win last year. That's why I picked him to win. Okay. Like, oh, he's going to win this year then. <laughs> yeah. He, he's going to have a bounce back race, so I, I'm going to pick him for the first position. Uh, P2, I'll go with Sebastian Vettel. Uh, he's had a rough couple of weekends, obviously with the qualifying issues in Austria and in France as well. So I'm going to expect a bounce back weekend for him, finish second. Uh, third, I'll go Charles Leclerc. Mm. I'll go two Ferraris wow. on the podium. I think Leclerc is going to keep his hot streak of podiums going on from uh, from Canada, and he's been driving really well. He's got obviously should have won the race. Well, I don't want to say should have won the race, but 
I mean, he had the whole race in command in Austria and let it slip. Thanks in part to Max Verstappen. Yeah, but sick drive. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's been in good form, so I'm gonna go for him for that final podium position. And my X factor driver I'm looking out for Lando Norris. Yeah, that was gonna be mine. It was too obvious though. So it's oh, his it home race. McLaren have been on good form. It's their home race as well for the constructors. Yep. So watch out for the McLaren, the Orange Boys. They're gonna be fun to watch this weekend. All the McLaren fans out there. Too, oh, it's gonna be fun. In orange. Well, but who, what's who, is it gonna be? Dutch fans or McLaren fans? Oh. The, they have to have Ask some- Vettel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think I think the McLaren fans are probably gonna have orange and blue. Or gray. Or, or gr- I think they're papaya though, aren't they? They are papaya, they're oh, not are orange. They? Okay. But I mean, come on, it's T V, we're not gonna notice. So we have to we will have to point it out. So they should have designated <laughs> Dutch fans and McLaren fans. Dutch fans are allowed on one side of the track, McLaren fans on the other side of the track. Well they'll be easy to tell. The Dutch fans will be the most energy. That's yeah. true, and they'll probably have flags. Yeah. High knees in hand. It's true. Okay. <laughs> and they'll have nice smiles. We've got this sorted. Um, I'm going Pierre Gasly, P1. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. Shut it off. <laughs> Shut it off. <laughs> easy. easy. Uh, yeah, I'm also going Lewis Hamilton, P1. Oh, like, uh, it's just an obvious choice, but I am Mercedes actually going to say uh, I'm going to say Max is P2. Mm. No, butter uh, up the Dutch fans. No, I'm buttering up myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hoping for your your man. Uh, I think I'm going to go Vettel P3. Oh. Because I agree with Chris. He needs to have a bounce no back love, weekend. No love for Valtteri. Ah, eh, uh, man. I got Sorry, a lot man. of love for Valtteri, but I just I need to see somebody else on the grid or somebody else in the uh, on the podium. And my ex-driver actually is going to be Kimi Raikkonen. Oh, good one. Um, he did really well in the Austrian Grand Prix, and I'm hoping he keeps it up uh, for the for this one. So yeah, Iceman. Good point. Alfa Romeo uh, was on good form from yeah, last week. Too, so. yeah. First points, right? World champion. Watch out. Cool. <laughs> well, get your race predictions in below. What do you think it's going to be? Another walk in the park for Mercedes, or will we see an Austrian, stri- Austria-like race from Austrian surprise and Austrian delight? Yeah. We'll see what happens. But uh, I guess I for it was us. Dutch delight. That sounds better. <laughs> that that just sounds a lot better. That sounds a lot better. Yeah, we'll keep reading those comments. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, if you're not subscribed, this is your first time watching the show, please do subscribe down to us below. Uh, we're very close now to 1,000 subscribers. So I think a while back I said we were pushing it before the summer break. Yeah. So we, we hopefully to get there before then. I mean, we had five point or 4,000 or 5,000 views on our last podcast. You know, only uh, an extra 250 subscribers. So, I mean, there's there's about 4,000 th- yeah. 4, of you that didn't subscribe. So, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> call them out. Some quick maths right there, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're there, you might as well you hit the as button. Well it costs you nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's free, right? So, uh, <laughs> no, it's great. So, thanks to everybody again, uh, yeah. all the new subscribers. And awesome support. We'll take you along for the ride. And, uh, yeah, what was it? What was it? Oh, that's right. Uh, F1 Power Rankings. We're hoping to get started real soon. Um, hopefully after this race. So, that'll yeah. be kind of a new series that we'll start. And uh, we'll we're, get. We're ignoring the F1 online. Oh, yeah, their yeah. power rankings because it's bullshit. awful. <laughs> <laughs> we always end up getting frustrated yeah, over there. Like, anyway. Why is Kevin Magnussen number one? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I mean, Kevin Magnussen was first for what, like the first three races last year. Yeah, 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 yeah it was. <laughs> so yeah, weird that, rules. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. We'll um, do our own. Yeah. Uh, anything else from you guys? That's it. Nope. Good. That's it. Just so you guys remember, Heineken is Dutch, right? Heineken yes. is yeah, you got that? I got that clear. Uh, thank you for letting me know. Very, His name is Tyler, by the way. So very address sir. him by name. Yeah, the guy on the left. Um, <laughs> I was the guy in the orange shirt, so maybe I'll be 
be the guy on the. But I had orange on too, so. But I that's guess true. That's I, a confusing again, one. Still guy on the left. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, thanks for letting me know very assertively down in the comments that Heineken is Dutch. Uh, I got that one cleared up. <laughs> yeah, that's good though. That's good to know. Learning every day. <laughs> um, if you got any questions or uh, anything you'd like to see on future podcasts or more on this channel, just drop it in the comments. We're also on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TBMF1 Show. You can find that on our home channel along with the rest of our podcasts and previous videos. If you're a new subscriber, check them out. And we should be back uh, early next week yep. with our recap of the British Grand Prix. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to try to get on schedule for those. Here's my Britain thing. Hopefully it's a cracker of a race. It's a good one. Is that a British thing? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. They say that in soccer a lot. What was the other one? Cracker. What was the other one you used today? Do you remember what it was? No. I don't have a good memory. <laughs> they used to call me that in basketball. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> we'll cut that out. All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>